Welcome to the CC Broadcast, a part of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. This week we'll be hearing from our associate radio preacher, Pastor Tim Butker, and his message, A Time to Give Thanks. Well, it's great to have you with us on this first Sunday after Thanksgiving here in these United States as we invite you to turn your heart towards the Lord with us in worship and praise in honor of him for who he is and what he's done. And we also invite you to open up your heart with us to the teaching of his word. You know, as we acknowledge here in a national holiday, but also we see in his word very clearly, there is a time to give thanks to God. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this chance to gather through modern media to turn our hearts towards you and open our hearts to your word. You have been so gracious to us as your people, and we read in your word how patient and kind and gracious you are with people down through history. And as we read in the Old Testament, we see that what's written there was written there to teach us and instruct us so that in our day we might learn from them and have encouragement from them and be stirred on to perseverance for them so that we might have hope. And today we give you thanks for your word and thanks for who you are and invite you to help us turn our hearts toward you with greater and greater gratitude for the magnificent, powerful, strong way that you show yourself to us, and especially the way you've shown yourself to us through your Son, Jesus. It is in his name we pray. Amen. Come, ye thankful people, come, raise the song of harvest home. All is safely gathered in, ere the winter storms begin. God our Maker doth provide for our wants to be supplied. Come to God's own temple, come, raise the song of harvest harvest home. Raise the song harvest home for the shall come and shall take his harvest home from his field shall in that day all offenses purge away give his angels charge at last in the fire the tares to cast but the So, Lord, quickly come to thy final harvest home. Gather thou thy people in, free from sorrow, free from sin. There forever purified in thy presence to Raise the song of harvest home.
We read in the story of Ezra and Nehemiah in the Old Testament about God calling his people back to Jerusalem after a long time in exile. And it was his grace and mercy leading him back there. And then he provided for him in ways to rebuild the temple and rebuild the city and rebuild the wall around the city for its protection. And then there came a time of a dedication of this new wall. And it says this in Nehemiah chapter 12, verses 27 up through verse 43. At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they, Nehemiah and the other leaders, sought the Levites in all their places that were around the city where they were living. And they were bringing them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication of this wall with gladness, with thanksgiving, and with singing, and with cymbals, and harps, and lyres. Then, Nehemiah says, I brought the leaders of Judah up onto the wall and appointed two great choirs that gave thanks. One went to the south on the wall to the dung gate. The other choir of those who gave thanks went to the north. And Nehemiah says, I followed them with half of the people on the wall, above the tower of the ovens, to the broad wall, and above the gate of Ephraim, and by the gate of Ishana, and by the fish gate, and the tower of Hananel, and the tower of the hundred, to the sheep gate. And they came to a halt at the gate of the guard. Both choirs of those gave thanks and stood in the house of God. And I and half the officials with me and the priests and the singers sang with Jezariah as their leader. And they offered great sacrifices that day and rejoiced for God had made them rejoice with a great joy. The women and children also rejoiced and the joy of Jerusalem was heard far away.
tradition of the pilgrims taking time to give thanks for God's sustaining hand early in the formation of our nation, and then many states taking time to give thanks. On October 3rd, 1789, the first president of the United States, President George Washington, made a proclamation of a national day of thanksgiving, a holiday for these United States of America. And he said this, where it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God and to obey his will and be grateful for his benefits and implore his protection and favor, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November next, that we may all unite unto him, unto God, our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation. George Washington and, and many of the founding fathers of our nations knew that there is a time to give thanks to God. There really is, and we're designed to give thanks to him. And in our text for today, in Nehemiah, we read that Nehemiah understood this as well. God has empowered Nehemiah and all those in Jerusalem in this time to rebuild the wall, to protect their city. They rebuilt the temple, and God in his grace has brought provision and people to do this. And now they're come to this time to dedicate this wall. And Nehemiah 12, verse 27 says, At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, the leaders here, Nehemiah and the leaders, sought the Levites, the, the tribe with the leading worship leaders in all this. In all their places, they lived around Jerusalem and area. They went out and sought them and brought them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication of this wall with gladness, with thanksgiving, with singing, with cymbals, with harps, and with lyres. You know, the Bible tells us there's a time for everything, a season for every activity under the heavens. And there's a time to mourn, and there's a time to dance, and a time to celebrate. I want to make some observations today about the time of celebration in Nehemiah's day. And the first thing I want to acknowledge, when you see this and you read this text, it was well organized. I mean, they went out and got people recruited to celebrate. They got musicians recruited. They got people who could play cymbals and harps and lyres and singers and organized all this. Nehemiah chapter 7 tells us that there were 42,360 Israelites in the area at the time. And there were 7,337 hired workers that were helping them. And there were 245 men and women singers that returned from exile to Jerusalem at this time in, in their history. And they settled around the Jerusalem area, and they were all brought together for this day of celebration. 
to give thanks to God, to dedicate this wall that he had empowered them to rebuild. They were going back to God and thanking him for his goodness and his kindness to them in the middle of all their work and their labor. They understood that it was God that had empowered them to do this. Chapter 12 tells us the singers were brought together from around the region. They had a leader of Judah go up on the top of the wall, and he was assigned two large choirs to give thanks. And One was to proceed to the top of the wall to the right toward a certain gate down that way. A second choir proceeded in the opposite direction. Nehemiah himself and many of the other leaders followed the other officials on the wall. There were some 4,000 people on this wall. It was about eight feet wide, and so they spread out entirely around a, a large portion of this city. And then they began to sing and praise and give thanks to God. It had to be quite a sight in this newly refurbished city with this new wall as they were celebrating on the top of it. You you see it was well organized in how they did it. And you could also see that it was well funded, well resourced. These individuals had brought their own resources to bear on this celebration, even on the building of the temple and the building of the wall. Nehemiah 10 verse 32 tells us, They assumed the responsibility for carrying out the command to give a third of a shekel each year for the service of the house of God, the temple, and then many contributed labor and resources to the building of this wall. They also assumed responsibility for bringing the house into the house of the Lord each year, the first fruits of the crops and every fruit tree that they had. They said to themselves, Nehemiah 10 verse 39, we will not neglect the house of our God. This was a celebration that was well organized and well funded, and it was a celebration to give thanks and honor to God. It was well-organized, it was well-resourced, and you can observe in the text that this celebration was joyful. I mean, it was really joyful. Verse 27, chapter 12, tells us the Levites that were brought to Jerusalem to celebrate joyfully celebrated the dedication with songs of thanksgiving, with the music, the cymbals, the harps, the lyres, and all these instruments. On that day, they offered great sacrifices, rejoicing because God had given them great joy. The women and the children also rejoiced. You see in this celebration, organization from good resources and great joy. They were celebrating all that God had done for them. The sound of rejoicing in Jerusalem, verse 43, chapter 12 says, was heard far away. We observe here, not only was it joyful, but it was loud. It was loud. Psalm 107 says simply this, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. God had come and redeemed this city and called these people back here and had given them a sense of redemption coming back to what God had originally planned for Jerusalem at this time, and they were praising him. They were giving thanks to him. They were honoring him for all that he had done for them. And the question I have when I read this text that I've been mulling over, how grateful they were, how celebratory they were, how loud they were, how thankful they were, how joyful they were. And the question I have is this, is God worth any less today? Is he worth any less today? The scripture asks another question, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 7, it says, what do you and I have that we did not receive? 
What do we have that we didn't receive? The God who made the world, Acts chapter 17 tells us, and everything in it, the Lord of heaven and earth, he's not served by human hands as if he needs anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. And God did this so that they would seek him, all of us would seek him, and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. You know, everything that God did for those in Jerusalem, he's still wanting to do for people today. He's wanting to redeem us. And yes, he blesses us physically, but more important, what he does for us spiritually is significant. God loves us and he wants to help us live a full and meaningful and purposeful life. And to do this, to redeem us out of a, an empty way of living, a dark way of living, a hopeless way of living, a meaningless way of living. God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. We're living on the other side of history that those in Nehemiah's time were living in. We're living on the post-Christ era. And after Jesus arrived in the world, now is a new covenant that God can have with his people. You and I can relate with him anytime, anywhere. We don't need a physical temple to come into the presence of God. We can be ushered into the presence of God right in our inner being, in our inner spirit, by being forgiven through the once and for all sacrifice of Jesus. And you and I can know him as our father, as our friend. How great a love the Father has lavished upon us, that through Christ and our faith in Christ, we can be called children of the Most High God. I mean, what God has done for you and for me in the sending of his Son is worthy of great praise and great honor and great sacrifice and great joy. Is he worth any less today? He helped those in Nehemiah's time rebuild their city, rebuild the temple so that they could offer their sacrifices and be right with God and rebuild this wall around the city for protection and for thriving of life. And in our time, God gave us his son. He came into the world that we might have life and have it to the full. Are we celebrating him appropriately? Are we coming to him with, with generosity of thanks and giving our best in organization and celebrating with joy and, and even letting the world know, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The truth about God is everything we have, every good thing we have is a gift from him. He richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. He has been good to us. And there is a time to give thanks. And that time is is now. It's a time to celebrate God for who he is and for what he's done. But the human heart is stubborn. We see in our gospel text, Luke 17, for today, that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, and he was passing between Samaria and Galilee, and he entered a village, and he was met there by ten lepers who stood at a distance. They lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And he saw them, and he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, they were all healed of leprosy. And the scripture says, one of them, when he saw he was healed, 
turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now, he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Ten percent. Ten percent, we see in that text, actually acknowledge the goodness of God in their lives. You know, God is being patient with the world right now. God is is not wanting any to perish. He's He's letting us have time to turn to him, to acknowledge him, to give thanks to him. And the scripture says that we were made to do this, but in our stubborn hearts and our pride, we resist acknowledging God. What about you, friend? Are you thanking the Lord today for the good things in your life? Do you have a sense of gratitude before him? Are you acknowledging all the things you can see that you know come from him? Have you paused to take a look and think about his kindness to you? Every good thing we have comes from him, comes down from the Father of heavenly lights. Do you know our challenge in life, our corruption in life, our confusion in life often comes from not acknowledging who God is and that he's there and then not giving him thanks? Romans chapter 1 tells us this, those that neither glorify God nor give thanks to him, even though they know he's there, their thinking becomes futile and their foolish hearts grow dark. If you're experiencing any of that, friend, perhaps it's time for you to take a check in your heart and see what are you being grateful to God for? Are you seeing his blessings and his kindness to you? I know we've just come through Thanksgiving, but have you really taken time to look around and see signs of God's goodness to you in life, to see his hand of blessing and how rich he's been toward you? And then have you turned back to share thanks with him for anything he's done for you, for his kindness to us, his patience with us, his mercy towards us? This is a God who is worthy of our praise. This is a God who who loves us deeply. Yeah, he allows us to go through all kinds of struggles, but those are to draw him closer, draw us closer to him so that we might come to know him better and give him the praise and glory and honor due him and give the thanks due him that he's worthy of. In Nehemiah's day, they organized a great celebration. But God is really looking at our hearts and he knows what's there. Is he seeing a sense of gratitude and honor and praise toward him in your heart? Do you have a sense of gratitude to God for his kindness to you? He is so worthy of our praise. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your word, which shows us how you've worked in people's hearts in history. We see how you've worked in people's hearts in Nehemiah's time and then in the United States here, this national holiday we have from the heritage of those who gave you thanks. But now is our time, Lord, to honor you and praise you for who you are and give you thanks. And so we ask today that you help us do just this. Thank you for your many benefits, your many blessings, your kindness to us, especially the kindness that you've shown us in sending your son Jesus into the world to pay the penalty for our sin so that we might have life through him. Forgive us for straying from you, and please continue to draw us back to you 
by the work of your Spirit. As individuals and as a nation, and even in our world, Father, we need your your loving, drawing hand to draw us to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hi, this is Matt Reister, Executive Director for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Thanks for tuning in to today's broadcast. We're here to proclaim Jesus Christ as Redeemer of the world and to promote the truth of God's Word. In addition to this weekly broadcast, we want to mention two podcasts which you can listen to for free on our website, christiancrusaders.org, or on our mobile app, the Christian Crusaders app, which can be downloaded from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. The CC Podcast Daily Dose features short devotions from an overview of the Bible and the CC Podcast Conversations features inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. You can listen to those interviews and over 60 others, as well as our daily Bible overview devotion and this broadcast, along with archive broadcasts from former preachers on our website, ChristianCrusaders.org, or on our free mobile app. Today you've been listening to the broadcast transmission of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. We're one of America's longest-running radio ministries on the air since 1936. We are completely donor-funded and donations are tax-deductible. They can be sent to 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613, or made online at christiancrusaders.org. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast. We'll be here again next week at the same time. And until then, may God richly bless you.